Hey, I'm Unnati and I'm Vedika and you're listening to Behind That Marketing. Okay, well this sounded a bit like a news channel, but don't worry. This is everything but that. Here we'll be decoding marketing campaigns, theories and strategies of your favorite brand. So stay tuned and see how it works behind the curtain. Hi Sindhu, how are you? Hey, all good, all good. How are you? Great. And thank you so much for agreeing to do this. Um, so behind that marketing was a vision. And then you were the only person that both of us agreed on. So when two girls coming together, trying to make sense of a podcast, but it was really awesome that both of us agreed upon. And the thing is your profile has everything that we know nothing about that is app marketing. So it's okay. thank you. Thank you so interesting much. And fun conversation. Uh, we hope you're looking forward to it. Thank you so much for being our first guest. It means so, so, so much. And we have so much to learn from you. Also, we need to talk about your personal brand that is thriving on so many platforms and outside those platforms. Also, people recommend your name or they talk about you, which is incredible. So, yes, we are going to dive um, behind into behind the scenes of being Sindhu and inspire people who want to be the next you. So are you ready? Oh, so many kind words. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm all ready. Let's start. All right. So um, I'll tell you about the order. The questions would be coming from both Vedika and me, right? We'll cover your life as a marketer, then move on to app marketing and then have the very juicy uh, rapid fire. We'll not let you take names. This is not coffee with Karan, but it will be very juicy. So let's get started. Over to you, Vedika. Yes. Hi, super pumped. Uh, I think let's get started and dive into the first question, which is we always see this term growth marketer, you know, just, uh, you know, people using that term a lot. So people often don't understand what a growth marketer does. So can you put some light on, you know, what is growth marketing all about? Okay. Uh, so first of all, let me give a basic context that I believe very rarely people in India understand or do growth marketing in proper form. Uh, let me first tell what it is not. So anyone who is a full stage performance marketer only doing acquisition is not a growth marketer. Also, anyone who is into sales, uh, generally, these are the two profiles that I see on LinkedIn. Uh, and writing growth is not a growth marketing. Now, growth marketing is basically a Silicon Valley Baharka concept, uh, and it is a full stack marketing. So there is a very basic funnel in marketing world called as AARRR, which is your acquisition, activation, revenue, retention, and referral. Uh, everything that is in this bracket, the growth marketer owns it. So it is not just acquisition, it is retention, uh, referrals, revenues as well. So that is proper growth marketing. If anyone is doing it, he or she is legit. If anyone is not, then that's just a fad on LinkedIn. That's it. Got it. So, um, I mean, this is the first time I'm hearing the term AARRR. So if you could, I think a lot of people don't know about this. So if you could just elaborate a little bit more on, you know, right. what exactly is this? Sure. So, so in marketing, if you move towards any, any consumer internet startup or any proper product-based startup, this is a very old school funnel uh, that people design, uh, which is basically a life journey of a user. So what happens when a user comes to know your brand? The first thing that they do is you acquire the user. So which is, let's say an app install. So the top, so the funnel looks like a cone shaped metric. So on the top, it is uh, acquisition. So let's say hundred people you acquired. Now, you acquired basically means install. After that, it may means app opens, but that does not mean activation. So for you, the activation may be a sign up. 
it could be a registration mm -hmm. so out of installs how many users registered there will yeah. be a churn there will be a burn now the people keep on uh, managing these churns and burns that you have to decrease uh, people leaving your app and you have to increase the people converting and then comes your uh, retention which is basically what happens post registration uh, then after people retains they have to refer so you design a referral metric uh, after people refer there is uh, revenue they have to purchase so all the let's say swiggy uh, i'm pretty sure swiggy must be having way better version of double triple r but everyone in marketing follows this if they are in a legit uh, startup which is into consumer generally consumer internet fmcg e-commerce follows the same thing correct all right so i'll throw the next question which is um interesting answer and we see that you have really deep knowledge of course from your social media also but why marketing why did you choose marketing and not any other field so so i did not choose this i mean everything is a sequence of event uh, uh, at first i was doing sketching after sketching i started doing uh, music production i was uh, doing composing uh, music mixing mastering uh, which is a technical side of music i just i come from a very small town who saw a random ad of amity saying that uh, we will teach you music marketing i was intrigued that hey let's learn music that's how i ended up in noida i started learning advertising uh, film marketing music marketing and then i met a founder who was building a social networking app and that's how the journey started but there was no innate thought of choosing marketing there was absolutely no innate thought of choosing digital marketing also uh so yeah these are just chain of events there was no absolute thought i guess my first uh thought was to become an astronaut then a pilot um <laughs> and definitely not marketing i don't think anyone in india if you ask a random kid ki kya banna hai they will say painter actor not marketer no one knows who, who is a marketer so yeah got it sure um okay so the third question from aryan would be people keep talking about being data driven right but how do companies and founders leverage the data driven approach like any tools road map or articles that they should start with uh, you know to go in that journey right uh, so so uh, so at this stage uh, where we are in 2021 uh, everyone is already data driven like i'll give you a basic uh, real life use case so for an example um, let's say let's a social media content now in a lot of companies that i have started seeing that सोशल मीडिया कॉन्टेंट इज अप्रोच इन डेटा ड्रिवेन वे पहले क्या हुआ करता था लेट्स से योर रैंडम सोशल मीडिया कॉन्टेंट क्रिएटर रैंडमली क्रिएट अ कॉन्टेंट बकेट सेइंग दैट हे दिस काइंड ऑफ कॉन्टेंट विल वर्क नाउ विल वर्क डेफिनेशन इज व्हाट नाउ फाउंडर्स हैव स्टार्टेड आस्किंग व्हाट इज द डेफिनेशन ऑफ विल वर्क हाउ डू यू सो नो वन कैन कमिट फॉलोअर्स राइट लाइक नो वन इन द होल वर्ल्ड कैन कमिट फॉलोअर्स Uh, and and reach there is a certain reach to follower conversion rate also now for an example if someone goes and says that hey i have tested a certain kind of content and certain kind of emotion emotional content has certain kind of shares now then they can accordingly create a content bucket now this is a very basic kind of a nuance that people do in their general conversations the same thing applies on founders also it is super hard for a brand marketer social media marketer to convince the founder to give him or her a large amount of budget if you cannot prove it by data like i can bet no one has ever won a battle of getting 20 lakh budget 30 lakh budget uh, to do a brand campaign or to do a social media campaign if they cannot give any logical answer or they cannot prove it by data like i cannot just go and say that hey i want to hire ranveer singh 
in my ad because I see Coin D6 is doing an ad with them. Uh, that's not an answer that you will win. That's not an argument that you will win. So these kind of conversations are there now. Now everyone has their own way to depict data. That's it. Definitely. Makes a lot of sense. So uh, this is a follow-up question. Um, you are right. Data is everything. Uh, there's another thing which is taken wrongly in the market, at least how I have noted noticed it is as people want to get followers, but not build community, right? So what's your take on that? Uh, if I were to give you followers versus community building, what would you choose and how would you build it? Right. Uh, so, okay. First of all, um, my understanding is a very, very different. And this comes from uh, doing a certain kind of work at Pocket Aces. Community is a subset of followers. That is first period. They are not secluded. Second, uh, your followers are nothing but a distribution power. So for an example, let's say you have 100K followers. That doesn't mean anything at all. Uh, you The same A, AA, AAA metric I keep following at my current company. I designed it at my last company also. There is a funnel that you need to design in the social media as well. So let's say you have 100K followers. Out of that, you know that average post reach is, let's say, 10,000. So you know that there are 10,000 people on an average who, let's say, engage with your content. Let's say for an answer. Now, under that uh, 10,000, then you have, let's say, 20 people comments. Now, you as a community manager can define that they are my super fans, let's say. Now, your super fans are your community. Now, community is not social media management. Community is designing a model where you take the distribution power of social media and then you create an internal loop. It could be a WhatsApp. It could be anything. Social media is not community. And my understanding of community is very simple. If your community is existing on something which is this, which is guarded by algorithms of someone else, the community cannot exist. It simply cannot exist at all. Right. So a discord is a community because there is no algorithm uh, mm. deciding which post and how much to reach. Uh, WhatsApp is a community model. Slack is a community model. So any, so your followers to community is a loop that needs to be created. So that's my understanding. And that's my uh, strong opinion about it. That's very well said. I, uh, I've never heard a sentence saying that uh, community is a subset of followers, which is actually very true. So thank you for giving that and coining that. You're going to use that a lot now. Sure, sure. Okay, I think the questions are getting a bit heavy. So I'm going to keep, you know, I've got a light question in. Which marketing blunder that you did is something that you remember? You know, this one marketing blunder, it can be huge, it can be a small one, but something Yeah, like I think everyone does that. Typos, typos in push notification <laughs> campaigns. Uh, I did a big typo. Uh, I mean, people do typos, which is grammatical errors and all. Yeah. But I think you should never ever do typo when you are doing an ad with a, with a celebrity. Like you will not misspell Ranveer Singh as Ranveer Singh because you cannot get away with it. Yeah. Uh, the manager will kill you. Um, <laughs> I did that with Rohan Joshi and uh, I got over it. I, 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 there, is a, there is a big campaign, a case study that I, have, that, that I have put it on my LinkedIn and I keep sharing. So I converted that whole thing into a typo campaign. Uh, it became pretty, pretty uh, viral at that time. But I think that was the silliest mistake that someone can do by not proofreading what you have written. So yeah, I still keep doing that by the way, but now it's less, now it's less. Okay, this is so relatable. I remember doing this with a very big brand for their newsletter and it got sent 
and uh, and then i said no this is to tell so that people reply to you saying these two things are wrong and this is going to increase your reply rate so this is the best email marketing campaign they bought it <laughs> they bought it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so all right so we'll move to the second segment of this series which is app marketing i need to learn a lot about it so mm-hmm. my first question is how can small businesses reach their first few hundreds thousands download on the app store or play store like what's the drill so realistically it's very difficult uh, right now i mean this answer i'll tell you i'll tell you there are there are two kind of people that you will generally find uh, one who says that uh, do social media and you will get uh, installs but it doesn't work that way Mm-hmm. because 1000 followers may mean that you will get two installs and those two installs doesn't mean anything because out of those two maybe no one will register on your app no one will sign up they will just install install doesn't mean anything right now uh, and to build that 1000 uh, followers also it is not a 3 days job it is a one month job if you do not do any ads yeah. so realistically uh, you have to rely on ads unfortunately right now and ads are very very way cheap right now to get the first 100 installs if you are doing uh, app install campaigns on google it is called uac uh, the universal app campaigns uh, it is super cheap you can get at a 15 rupees cost per install 20 rupees uh, so realistically speaking i think every small business can aram se invest i mean i would rather not have a social media manager uh, that time i would rather that 20000 10000 whatever the budget is i would rather put it on my google usc um and, and that is a realistic approach i will not do any other bullshit i will not mm-hmm. even create instagram account i'm being very honest about it i am absolutely against creating facebook accounts uh, these days facebook pages because those doesn't mean anything they are just hygiene stuff that people keep on doing and it's 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 like bachcha paida kar diya and you are you have to keep adopting <laughs> because wo aapka bachcha hai but it doesn't make any sense So yeah, that's my take on that. All right. So, two uh, companies, founders, marketing teams need to keep something in mind as non-negotiables when they are forming a strategy to promote their app. Like at least how I would take it is, I would have promoted it on Facebook groups. For me, it's not redundant because I have done it for an app wherein they got their first five hundred people because they were onboarding content writers and they got them from uh, the facebook groups right so so for me facebook is not redundant because groups are quite active and everything and that was the easiest cheapest way i could get 500 downloads for them but that was my funnel and it worked for one client and i'm pretty sure it's not same for everybody but what are the non negotiables to keep in mind like don't do this do this your onboarding has to be very smooth and stuff like that so so i mean the very basic non negotiable is your product should not break at least that is bare minimum thing which which actually is not true a lot of products product breaks and that marketing money goes absolutely into waste like it doesn't make any sense that is one a uh, second is i mean this is a personal belief i don't know if a lot of people will agree or not i generally believe that even if i'm acquiring the first 100 customers or something uh, my app should have a referral loop uh, at least out of those 100 customers or people or users at least 10 should refer and people do not refer outrageously on their own you have to design a communication model it is a lot of content into play a referral is not a, a referral is actually not a full fledged um 
full fledged uh, technical trick it is a technical trick but uh, the content comes into play and content at this stage is not uh, so product marketing content is very different than your acquisition marketing content it's absolutely different uh, the psychologies are absolutely different i'll give you a very small example on that um so content when it comes to product is a segment cohort based content so people 23 year olds living in delhi will and should see a different content to convert versus people from east 22 years old should see a different content uh but copywriters are not trained for that because copywriters will not understand cohorts right. so 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 this is the major gap which happens in the industry that you get a copywriter and you do not train them on cohorts and the product people think that okay hum inko kaam de denge end moment pe and we will just give them a two days ka deadline and it will happen automatically but no um india is a very vast country marketing happens in cultural nuances and if you miss out the cultural nuances things won't won't happen so this is an absolute non negotiable thing um, for me and i think this is on my top top most non negotiable thing nothing else got it i think you know uh, the uh, the downloading of the app and all of that is fine but even after you get people it's very tough for you to actually you know keep them using your app every day so what would you say are like a few advice on how to actually uh, you know help people to stay in the app how to increase in app engagement basically so 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 generally people create gamifications uh the gamification okay i genuinely feel that there are rarest of apps jiska automatically retention is super high so for an example instagram now yeah. instagram technically does not uh, so if you op- if you if you just analyze na instagram and facebook apart from friends notification where they tag you they never ever say you that today is diwali open instagram like other apps do so they are uh, uh, what in they are they have not designed it an engagement centric model instagram never has designed ki okay if you use instagram on a streak for one month you mm-hmm. will be a premium user you will be called as a bronze medal or something like that but uh, use case is completely different when it comes to let's say goai bibo no goai bibo has a different use case model so it depends on the on the on the apps but generally if you look at every app you will see there is one one thing in common that the apps are gamified uh, either the gamification is happening from a push notification perspective uh you don't use zomato for some time they will send you a we miss you notification that is not random that is gamified fully um you you don't use coupons for a long time on one app they will send you a higher coupon discount on one app so so yeah generally so there are two things one is a product gamification that happens uh one is a push notification gamification that happens and both of the things work in play at, at least uh, in majority of the apps Oh, one uh, one thing that I don't know if how many people would know about gamification. So if you could just explain gamification in a line, you know what sure, exactly? Sure. Sure. So gamification in in uh, in a super layman's term, you could understand it like if yes, what will happen? If no, what will happen? So if uh, okay, let's put things into context. Uh, so you folks asking me to become a part of this? If yes. uh then we will shoot it at 7:30 if no then you will skip it to someone else then if yes on that you will skip it to someone else so this basic decision tree making stuff uh is called gamification 
um yeah that's that's what happens actually in the dashboard as well so there is an if yes if no logic that keeps on happening in a complex model makes sense yeah got it and so uh, my question is getting visitors on website and then getting visitors on your app right uh for downloading and whatever is your intent on for the website how are these two redirections very different from a marketer's perspective i feel of course with the app the the wait time increases the number of clicks increase uh but for the app uh, and for website everything is crystal clear but then once you're out of the app once you're out of the website you're out but in the app of course retention is there and you get notifications and everything what do you think is the difference between the redirection for both like how is the funnel or how is the uh, probably content graphic what's the change that is like clear cut right uh so one thing just to state it out pretty loud everyone struggles with that including it's a it's a very hard task uh, to do because a lot of times you get existential crisis that if i have an app why do i have a web app uh, so web app is very simple like for an example mintra you can use the whole functionality you can book everything that's called a web app now imagine if mintra does not have a web functionality to book uh to purchase stuff that is not a web app it's just a landing page it's just a website now the first decision that the company take is uh, do you want to create a web app or it is just a landing page which is a company's page because uh, you want to show it to investors and you want to ha- have it for a hiring purpose that is the first decision that people take um the moment you take that decision you have a hiring decision as well you have to hire for web apps uh, because web app uh, hiring is different the app teams hiring is different and generally why it is done it is generally done to reduce the customer acquisition cost uh, and the reasoning is this that the amount of exactly what you said the amount of clicks to make a purchase on a website uh, will be faster uh, and the sorry the time will be faster and the amount will be lesser versus app because app has a long term like you will just go inside and do other stuff but there is a there is a weird um cyclical demerit to it once you purchase so i can get you purchase fast on the website like you can buy the first ebook you can buy the first of everything but i cannot reach out to you to do a cross sell it is hard um someone may counter that hey send an email but it is still hard because people actually don't read emails uh, it is pretty easy to say that emails are working but it's very very rare case scenario that emails percentage are not, not that high but but on the website but on the app you can do a ton of stuff you can do uh, retention is pretty high on the app so your customer acquisition cost is less on the website comparatively on that but there is something called as ltv uh, lifetime value of the user in simple in simplest term actually it is this that i acquired you on my app for let's say 100 rupees uh you paid 1000 rupees but your lifetime i have to increase your lifetime i have to sell you more stuff so my customer acquisition cost remains the same which is 100 but i keep on giving you discounts and increase your ltv increase your ltv so that i can i i'm squeezing the hell out of you uh, whatever money you have so that is the whole benefit that you get on that and the funnel basically works in a lot of the companies do this that the first order they get you on the website they convert you on that like i remember mintra um Mintra used to start this that if you download our app, not our website, we will give you hundred rupees coupon initial days of Mintra. 
you can buy something for 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 a lesser price on website but we will give you 100 rupees extra if you do it on our app so a lot of companies still do uh, so yeah that's the basic model that they follow but eventually every company has to convert to an app there is no other way uh, yet yeah i did it for mcdonalds because they would make sense so yeah free ka khana but anyways yes <laughs> सौ रुपए में क्या ही होता है लाइक मतलब जिंदगीरी तो आई गेट मीडियम प्राइस फॉर फ्री जस्ट टू डाउनलोड एन ऐप एनी डे ओ यस आई गेस आई गेस मैकडी आल्सो गिव गिव समथिंग फॉर फ्री ऑन द ऐप ना नॉट ऑन द वेबसाइट एब्सोल्युटली इन एवरी टाइम लाइक आई हैव गॉट मैकालुडी की फ्री आई हैव गॉट फ्राइज फ्री and hnm also does it now you go to their offline store and if you have their app and everything and you're a member they'll give you like some points which you can redeem for right, stuff right so yes right. you're right probably website is a little short term app is the long term but you can't redirect customers directly to the app because yeah. then either, yeah it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a hard stuff i don't know how hm hnm and megdi are still solving like i genuinely feel bad for the digital marketing person sitting mm-hmm. behind uh, the megdi uh, especially who is handling the app because the same megdi is also available on zomato and who's who is go- just going to keep megdi so people download and they delete they uninstall the app after some time so it's a hard task i don't know how to solve it i'll probably not take a job at megdi <laughs> <laughs> i i just i think that you know these push notifications that come like you know the i don't know how how do you think like what's the right way to write push notifications because i don't know i i just ignore all my push notifications like i don't see any one of them so do you think they work and if they see, do how there there you have your answer uh, push notification rates are getting uh, lower and lower um, every year and the problem is this okay i'll just give you some insights so what happened with push notification is uh, the delivery rates are not high so if your push notification dashboard says that you have sent push notification to 10000 people the delivery will be 6000 and your question is where did the 4000 go and the and the answer is this uh, there is a problem with chinese phones the mi phones the oneplus phones and all so what they do is this uh they have a basic ai setup in their phone which basically does okay let's say let's say if vedika has not checked out uh, zomato's last four push notification your mi phone will decide that they will not show uh and this is very strong on oneplus by the way if you observe the pattern you will notice and what will happen is the moment you first click on zomato's push notification then you will see that okay fir char din tak aa raha hai and then it will again go so that is the issue with uh, these chinese phones how do companies solve it now now they are very smart now companies pay a premium price to mi store and they say that hey i will give you a premium price make sure our delivery rates are 100% wow. so yeah this is happening with chinese phones and we all know that indian chinese phone market share is pretty huge um to tackle this a lot of marketers are, are do in app push notifications which is inside the app but that also has a problem because in app push notification will only show when you launch the app your push notification show when you do not launch the app uh, so it still doesn't so- solve the purpose uh, answering to your uh, other question which is uh, how to write uh, so i remember when i was working with insider um, so i was work- so my creative person was uh, i was i was working i was very very fortunate to work with uh, a guy who was ex aib who basically wrote all of the cred ads with devia bopanna 
and he was super genius creative person and we started and this is pre dunzo era when dunzo was not doing funny push notification so we started doing uh, during that time ctrs were extremely high at this stage everyone including cryptocurrency apps which has nothing to do with jokes uh, fintech apps nothing to do with funny pop culture stuff everyone was doing for funny conversation funny content writing and all so it just loses a charm so i really know that the ctrs will be high because everyone is doing so you have to reinvent the copywriting and no one can just say ki okay funny joke crack karte hain ctrs will be high i don't think it will work anymore right now so yeah yeah that's really true i think everyone is trying to now jump on the you know the funny and everyone is trying to be quirky just because you know seeing zomato and swiggy trying to be quirky all the time i think everyone is just trying to copy them it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't yeah. make sense to me uh, i yeah. don't i don't think it's sustainable so uh, so i'll i'll just sh- share one insight i i myself saw it could be my eureka moment but it is general for everyone maybe now zomato's copywriting is ingrained in the culture the it is not just push notification it is in their uh, offer letters it is in their packaging when you get the delivery so that gives you a sense that hey this company is not just doing because four copywriters are killing it the ceo the founder actually thinks that copywriting is the uh, is the main uh, crux or the culture of the company and hence it is ingrained in every form the customer supports also talk to you in a certain sense and it is uh, by the way it is super hard uh, to get that done like you cannot i just i just can't think coin dsx uh, from tomorrow will start doing customer support in, in uh, talking in that way and everyone Until unless they decide that hey the culture needs to be in that way, I think Ramlingam is actually to, uh, trying to do that. But the point is not everyone can do that. It's easy to send a push notification uh, in a fun way, but changing the whole company's culture it's pretty hard. I agree. Uh, I think there are a lot of questions to ask in the app industry, but just like this one last question, and I think we should uh, you know close that. So does SEO play a role? Uh, you know when it comes to app ranking or ranking in store or in google just just curious okay uh, so so aso is for the apps the seo is for the website part uh, the aso plays a huge role when it comes to ranking for sure uh, seo plays a huge role when it comes to website ranking for sure uh, both of the things are very different logic is different um algorithm is different the factors that are taken into consideration is absolutely different but there is a there is a slight uh, difference to it seo is still i would say i mean there is a playbook to play around seo mm-hmm. like you know that okay blog writing should be there uh, yeah. and you know keyword research karke blog writing likhna hai backlinking we should be done and that this and that there there is no concept of backlinking in seo you just have an app app has a title uh there is a app description there is app reviews app reviews are not under your control it's gone what you have title description that's it so the that's only thing cool. that's that's the only aso okay so that's why it is a gray area and no one can tell that hey if you do this this will happen uh yeah that's why it's hard it's hard i genuinely I, I, that's why you will see on linkedin also there are few rarest of rare people will say that i'm an aso expert there are a lot of people on seo because there exist playbooks of seo uh, so yeah that's the whole difference of both interesting okay i think i'm i'm done with my questions unnati you can take 
you can put your current johar cap on <laughs> i was very excited for this i am meant for rapid fires cool then are you ready sindhu are you nervous yes yes since you told me that hey i should not uh, make it long and it should be rapid <laughs> no no you can you can uh chalo all right so my first question okay 3 2 1 my first question is what's marketing for you in one word perception building not one word but that's it all right what's the most annoying thing you have heard a client or your manager saying <laughs> <laughs> uh okay there are too much uh it's uh, i'm violating the rapid fire <laughs> i'm just thinking ki what what i should not say uh okay i'll just i'll just pick one uh invoice uh, can i raise the invoice after two months after one month year sir oh that's bad okay i don't work with them again uh i totally get it now <laughs> best piece of advice that you can give to early stage startup founders who are venturing into a business and want to also do marketing all by themselves uh if it's a founder learn marketing if you do not understand marketing trust your marketing guy do not at all micromanage period <sighs> please my some of my clients need to hear this anyways what should marketing people or founders never do not micromanage <laughs> <laughs> which company according to you can step up their marketing game uh, probably they have a great product out there but you think that they can do better at marketing i think everyone is doing great uh, we <laughs> we can step up uh, where i work right now we can step up i'm not doing a great Ouch. job <laughs> I, i will i will step that up <laughs> all right um i don't know how did you place this question safe but okay uh yeah. one book recommendation or netflix series recommend series recommendation anything give us a recommendation so that black, uh, black mirror black mirror and love death robots uh, I, i'm just a dark guy maybe that's why yeah yeah uh, <laughs> book uh, recommendation i think uh, so i love uh, hooked by nireal i hmm. just love that book i love sapiens um i love rory sutherland so everything that you can find of rory sutherland just read it my god vedika will have this big smile because when we were practicing these questions that hooked to har koi bolega but yeah hooked <laughs> yeah hooked yeah but but i genuinely have learned a lot from rory sutherland more than hooked just say got it all right so what was your uh, turning point in your marketing journey like oh my god this just happened uh pocket aces uh no one in india talks about how content distribution works uh, i learned extreme nuances of uh, content distribution because everyone talks about content production like video kaise banta hai and all no one can literally come and tell hey how to build a 500 million mega engine of distribution 200 million shares and all so yeah pocket aces wow got it got to follow the company a little more okay night owl or early bird what are you early early bird wow when do you wake up 6:37 all right got it thank god you not joined the 4 am club no no not at all not at all <laughs> can't do okay what do you want to be remembered for can you see satguru lights coming from behind <laughs> but yeah <laughs> uh i have never thought of this like i genuinely have never thought of this i think i would rather be remembered for 
what just being honest on everywhere and not giving any playbook advices to anyone so i try to follow that very very strictly i do not give any playbook advice i do not ask anyone to follow any playbook so i would rather keep that and i, I try to be super honest whenever it possible got it i'll remember you for your amazing posts on linkedin oh thanks now it's getting boring though on linkedin <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't care about social media anymore. I just care about personal relationships more than follower building. It doesn't matter. I'll have follow-up questions after the interviews now. Uh, okay, so one realistic life advice you can give to all the listeners. Uh, in marketing, if you see anyone giving you any kind of playbook that this works in this way, Uh, either disown that person or do not listen to that person there exists absolutely no playbook in life also but in marketing specifically there exists no playbook um, things will change in two months and you will not know the person will get irrelevant and you will not know so just do not follow any playbook makes sense and my last question is what's one marketing conception that you also believed in but now seems hilarious for me it was um ek bar paid marketing seekh lo and then you will be at the top of the world but now ah. i'm being paid for being an organic growth specialist so i was always very sh- and i started organic growth strategy because i did not know paid marketing so yeah organic is hard organic is hard like i genuinely believe organic people should be more paid than uh, paid people uh, i like i genuinely believe that but i mean it's there's a nature of industry but i think yeah that the notion was still the same when i started my when i started my career the first thing i was i was playing a competition of google uh, it was google online marketing challenge and that was a time i heard from someone that hey uh, performance marketers no no that was that time they were not called performance marketers they were called sem sem uh, folks yeah the performance marketing came pretty later it was called sem search engine marketing yeah and uh, they were paid highest in the industry by the way performance marketers still paid highest in the, in the industry not brand marketers not social media uh that conception of mind that any comp- uh, no company can exist without ads changed when i joined pocket aces and i saw how filter copy has grown how dice media operates uh and uh, i'll give you a very basic example the first day of my job uh, that i'm having a chat with dice media's head of uh, head of dice media and filter copy and they showed me their excel sheet that where are the traffic is coming from uh, out of the whole traffic the whole traffic filter copy has a traffic of monthly 400 million 300 million views and out of that only 5% to 4% is ads contribution everything else is organic and i was like oh. <laughs> that completely changed my view that hey uh, ads is the last thing that a company should do uh, there are a wow. lot of things that can be done so yeah that that completely changed during that time got it This was fairly fast. You did well. We don't have a hamper for you, but you did well. <laughs> And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I have spoken a lot, so I'll let Vedika speak and end this. But uh, it was amazing, uh, uh, amazing learning experience. I think one thing that we are getting out of this podcast, and I'm saying it. 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 Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we started this podcast. He was just like we were very excited, then nervous, and there was like so many emotions going through. But yeah, I think main thing was that we'll also learn a lot, and also I think uh, it's high time other people also start learning from people who have implemented things. 
so yeah no it came it came out good it came out good i guess kaafi acha tha i to hard fun i to hard fun yeah same here if you like what you heard please do consider subscribing to the podcast and follow us on our social media channels for more fun and happening marketing content